I'm Father Ralph, and you're in the Red Room on the road in Dublin. That's right. We're here in Dublin. And with me right now is none other than, well, I guess our stand-in co-host, everyone's favorite Irishman from Notre Dame, Connell Fagan. It's an honor to be here. Oh, is it? Well, that's what the people say anyway, you know. <laughs> they do say a lot these days, don't they? They do, yeah. Yes, and, and you know, the Irish have the gift of gap. Mm-hmm. You this know, they is, have this they, is true. They, they have it. So you never know. That's always like to ask. And you know what? Mm-hmm. And there's always a witty response. There is, yeah. You know? Usually with an American, there might be a blank stare, you know, and like, mm-hmm. um, they just never miss it. Yesterday I was in a cab, and uh, someone was with me and said, you know, I don't think I could drive these streets. And the taxi car driver said, yeah, I don't think I can either. <laughs> So anyway, so so Connell, uh, you, uh, it is true. I am here for the football game. This is true. Yep. You know, I would say, you know, double the Irish, double the fun. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun weekend. But uh, you're here also. But you know, you're from Derry. Yeah. So I graduated in 2021, um, and I moved back to Ireland after doing a year with Jesuit Volunteer Corps. So it, it's nice to be back in Ireland. Um, you know, I feel very honored to be on the Red Room, given that my uh, former roommate Josh Chapel um, was a co-host. Um, yeah, on, on the podcast as well. He, um, I think that's actually at the top of his CV now. I think um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you know. So yeah, but I've been in Dublin for the past year, so it's 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 been great being back. So now I gotta ask, I gotta ask. You know, you blew over that. You were with the Jesuit Volunteer Corps out in Montana. Yeah, in Montana for a year. Yeah, and you were with the Sioux. So it was a Northern Cheyenne tribe. Northern Cheyenne tribe. Yeah, so I was with the, uh, with them for the year. So I was teaching um, as an academic specialist doing intervention work, um, and so yeah, to be able to spend the year there was was pretty special. Um, and yeah, it was kind of life changing. Um, I will say that community living is is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. Um, you know, not in steads, of course, but um, it uh, yeah, it was you know I lived with six other people, so. To be able to to be you know in the middle of nowhere essentially two hours away from the closest grocery store, um, it's challenging you know. Yeah, living on the reservation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now now you also and I don't mean to put you on the spot here. Yeah. I kind of do. You were also adopted into the Cheyenne Indian tribe you were with. Yeah. So one of the families I got really close with, I was very honored that they you know asked to adopt me into their family, and um, we had a ceremony. So Grandma Nelly. Um, had a ceremony for me, and uh, yeah, they gave me the name Black Eagle, which is um, was like my uh, adopted father's uh, name, Indian name, growing up, and so he passed that on to me. So it was a huge honor to have wow. that, and uh, yeah, so I actually went back in uh, April earlier this year um, and went back and surprised them. So to be able to have that time with them and always have that connection with them is is pretty cool. So wow, I, I've been dying to know what your Indian name was. Yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah. Well, we are many miles away from uh, the reservation in Montana. We are at, correct me if I'm wrong, O'Connell House? Yes, so this is uh, O'Connell House, which is the Notre Dame Center here in Dublin. So um, Notre Dame has been in Dublin for about the past 25 years, um, and so they... um, since then, I've had over 4,000 students have studied abroad here. And so this is kind of what we call like the Notre Dame Embassy in Dublin. So that's kind of been um, amazing to be able to come back to Dublin and, and spend time here as well. Um, and so for those of you who don't know, um, O'Connell House is named after Daniel O'Connell. He was the great liberator in Ireland. So if you've been here before, O'Connell Street is one of the main streets in Dublin. Um, but he was the guy who essentially gave Catholics the opportunity um, to be in Parliament and to be emancipated. Um, so he, he's a pretty uh, 
pretty notable figure. Yeah, pretty big guy, and he lived here in this house. Yeah, this was his house. Yeah, this was his house, and mm-hmm. there's a historical marker out there. Yeah, along with this really nice green Notre Dame carpeting. Yeah, that only comes out for the VIPs. So when they heard Father Ralph was coming, of course, oh. you know, we had to we had to put it out for you. You're making um, me blush. You're yeah. making me blush. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's great to have the students here. So there's about 50 students that come every semester, and I know how many what 50. Yeah, 50 what about 50 students? Students, folks. He said students. Yeah, sorry, my accent has uh, it's shifted back again. You yeah, know, you put the kid back in Ireland, and his English goes to pot. Of course, um, <laughs> but yeah, so we have we actually have had a few sets guys over the years that have been here. Cal Bass has been here. Drew McClyman has been here. Mm-hmm. Um, me, of course. So mm. yeah, it's kind of it's kind of been great. We have this this pipeline. So yeah, so at this O'Connell House talk about what do they do here it's like you said it's the embassy but i see a lot of rooms i see a tent back here and i see some other things right here on this table i mean these these look delightful what are they what, what what's here on the table here for yeah us? so these are some fruit scones so again fruit scones yeah scones. Uh, sorry for the translation people um but yeah so we've obviously had a lot of events on this week with you know alums coming back and and so Fruit scones are kind of one of the the delicacies that we have here, so I think you got to try one. While I will try one. Um, Wait, well, I'm going to try one while you talk about O'Connell House, folks. I'm going to try this. This is beautiful. This is a scone with some powdered sugar. There's a a lump of jam and freshly cut strawberries and cream. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, O'Connell House is kind of the the study abroad location. So uh, the students here they will take classes at O'Connell House, but then they also take classes at Trinity, um, Dublin City University, and University College Dublin as well, and then take classes here with the director Kevin Whelan. Um, and so, but that's only one part of it. But they also have you know professional development events here. They'll do game watches here. You know. Any and anything that happens Notre Dame-wise in Dublin, it's probably coming out of a common place. Gotcha. Now, um, this weekend, now, what were you doing this weekend? I mean, all the people were here for the game, Mm -hmm. and there were all these different events going on. And I know that you were on the go. I ran into you by accident Mm -hmm. at Mass. Yeah. So this, the, yeah, I mean, this week was pretty crazy. There were, I don't know how many events that were going on around the city, but yeah, we were giving tours of O'Connell House. We had a lot of. Um, a lot of academic events that we were looking after as well, and then obviously Mass at Dublin Castle, which kind of spilled out onto Dame Street or Notre Dame Street, um, and so it was kind of one of those things where just any and everything that was happening um, in the centre. And then what was really cool this weekend as well was um, we actually had an engagement party. So I recently just got engaged. Congratulations! Um, now you took the uh, you took the thunder out of my next. Uh, uh, but that's so, okay, folks. You uh, let the cat out of the bag. Um, so yeah, so my uh, my fiance, she's a 2017 grad. Oh, um, look at that coffee too! Thank you so very much. Um, Gee, the red, the green carpet really was brought out. For I, me. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm deeply touched. Um, nothing on Folgers of four, you know, but uh, <laughs> um, well, well, congratulations to you and 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 best wishes uh, to Maggie. So, well, let me, if you don't mind, let's bring. I'm going to bring that up here a little later. Mm-hmm. But I want to finish. What did you did you have any responsibilities? Did you have to? Do any presentations? Did what were you doing here this weekend? Because I noticed today when we had lunch, you were very, very tired. Yeah, so it must be a very long. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of uh, a lot of people passing through the house. A lot of people that had been here before, but also a lot of people who hadn't been here before. So kind of giving them some context exactly what we're doing right now. Um, but then also as well on Friday, I was speaking at a, a sports for social good panel, um, and Maggie was also running a um, cybersecurity event as well. So I kind of was Maggie's personal assistant on Friday as well. 
and then obviously the game on Saturday, um, and then yeah, yesterday I was in Glendalough, which is uh, just about an hour south of here. Oh, you went here. to Glendalough? Yeah. Um, wow. So thankfully didn't get lost. How far um, is it? It's about an hour south of here, so it's a it's a really cool hike, um, and it's where Saint Kevin is is said to have been, you know, somewhat of a hermit um, while he was, you know, praying there. And so yeah, it's really very really cool location. So. Wow. So. Well, you had a busy weekend, and yeah. now you got you're going to take a little bit of a break because you got to get back to planning your wedding. So, congratulations to you. Thank you for Best that. Best wishes to her. Uh, so, tell us um, now, how'd you meet? Um, so Maggie is 2017 grad, originally from Bakersfield, California. Um, so I had known that Maggie, you know, was working here in Dublin and knew that she'd been doing the internship program. So we kind of known each other for a few years. Um, first time I think we talked was in 2019, but, you know, kind of just stayed in touch through social media and stuff. And then when I was coming back to Ireland last year, I'd reached out to O'Connell House and asked, you know, oh, like, you know, we'd love to grab coffee. We'd love to grab would love to see the program and uh yeah maggie and i got coffee and four hours later i think it was you know we we knew pretty quickly um so yeah i felt very blessed in that way you know wow this is where you keep talking because i mean it's going oh yeah no i thought i'd put you on the spot with that but they're very good um but yeah, so it's it's been it's been kind of surreal to you know as I keep saying you know to go all the way to the U.S. to come back to then you know end up marrying a, a Notre Dame girl who also went to Notre Dame and and you know ends up in Dublin you know helping the program here it's it's, it's kind of kind of surreal. Now now if I understand correctly, you had never come to O'Connell House before. Yeah. That's amazing, and the first time you come, you meet your wife. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Like I, I mean, growing up, I didn't really know about Notre Dame until 2016, mm -hmm. um, and then I went through an academic program that helped kids apply to, to college in the U.S. So, um, my first time coming here was in in 20, 2022. Yeah, last year when I came back, um, and I really never leave the place. You know, that's so. hilarious. Wow, you can take the kid out of Notre Dame, but you can't get the Notre Dame out of the kid. This is true. Yeah. Wow. 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 You know, um, and it all happened right here at the O'Connell House. Mm -hmm. So uh, now, where is the wedding going to be? So we are going to do it in Derry next year. Um, Your hometown. In my hometown, hometown hero, I guess they say. But yeah, <laughs> my mom is one of 11, so we, we have a big family. Um, I and, should say so. Yeah, and you know, we were very lucky that Father Ralph graced our presence. Uh, um, I was very honored by the invitation. Um, and so he has actually seen the venues. He actually was a plant back in the day actually to find out all the you know security checks and all that but yeah so we're gonna do it in Derry which is great I mean Maggie's family are really excited about coming over and uh, it, we, we didn't actually realize at the time I think it's the number one mortal sin of wedding planning is Notre Dame actually play on the same day um, against A&M uh, in oh A&M but um, because we'll be six hours ahead it's actually kind of great because we'll do the after party and then the after after party will be a Notre Dame game watch so you know, it'll just it'll just keep rolling through the night. I like it. It's a, it's a celebration, a true celebration. Correct. Yeah. It just doesn't have an end. Mm -hmm. Just keeps giving. Just when you thought it didn't have any more gas left in it, folks, there was a little bit left in the tank. Um. So, are we playing Texas A and M at A and M? Yeah, it's on an A and M. So. Hmm. Well, I'd rather be in Ireland. Which you, which you will be, which 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 is great. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> provided they allow him into the country again. That's right. But, you know, um, I, I, I stopped. I, I, I'm, I'm not a mule anymore. This is true. This is very you true. Know, I got one time I got caught taking a little too much booze across. Mm -hmm. and I thought I was, you know, coded all the time. But uh, I'm okay now. I'm on 
I've been clean. There was one time um, one of my friends actually told me her mom, I think, got stopped. Um, going to Germany, I think it was, because they had an orange in their backpack. Yes. And so it had been marked, I think, forever after. So don't carry an orange with you when you travel, people. Yes, or any sandwiches. Or any sandwiches, too. Yes, that's right. And follow those guidelines. Um, so we'll, well, again, congratulations to you and best wishes to Maggie. That's going to be a lot of fun. You know what else was a lot of fun? Just seeing, running into various Steads guys throughout the week. Um, the weekend. Uh, it seems like a long weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting here on Thursday and you lose track of time and you don't know what day it is and, you know, you don't know what you're doing. Was that was that because of the alcohol or just because of the jet lag? I think it was, I think it was the jet lag. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. It, yes, indeed. The jet lag, of course. <laughs> um, but uh, by the way, did I say those scones? Those scones are really good. They are. I know. <laughs> those are really good scones. Yeah, they just kind of keep bringing them out. So I, I wasn't really complaining through the week, you know, just kind of sustenance for the week. So tell me, what is the secret to a good scone? Um, I'm a big fruit scone um, kind of person as well. So I do love having raisins in them, in them as well. But you got to ha- kind of have like a bit of a... a a bit of a harder exterior, a bit of a crunch on it, and then yeah. the inside's got to be really soft. So soft. don't overbake them. You know, I went to um, on Grafton Street, which is like the main thoroughfare, one of the main thoroughfares in Ireland for shopping. There's this there's this shop um, or restaurant called Bewley's, mm-hmm. which is a traditional Irish tea place. And uh, I've met several Stedsmen over the, uh, th- there over the years. And it's really nice. I mean, they got this, like, Tiffany glass all over the place. And, you know, um, but I was really kind of shocked when I got that bill for a cup of tea and a scone. Mm. Know, and it was, like, over 10 euros. See, this is why you need to know Irish people and just go to their house. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. just, just pop in the O'Connell house to so get it for free. That's you what, know? Yeah, I won't even have to pay that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's actually kind of funny, too, because I'm not really much of a tea drinker. I'm more of a coffee guy. Wow. So a lot of Irish people will drink, you know, black tea, and I, I just can't do it. So um, I'll do, like, a herbal tea, but not a not a... Black wow. team. You're, you're always you're always on the on you know the periphery there. Mm. You know, never with everyone else. You know, like oh, you know I you know I I prefer you know you know clotted cream just to cream. You mm-hmm. know? And yeah, I prefer Colombian to you know you know I don't know Ethiopian Brazilian yeah. Yeah. you know coffee. You know, it's always that little no contrarian, little mm-hmm. contrarian. You know that maybe it's the Irish in you. I would say so. Yes, but anyway, it was an experience. I got the Irish experience because you know you go to look at the windows mm-hmm. and to be seen, you know, because I got the it looks like some Victorian place, you know. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's there to be seen and mm-hmm. all that stuff, you know. But um, it was a blast. But really, it was fun seeing all the different um, the different Steads guys. But I gotta tell you, there are some things that just don't make sense to me here. And if you don't right. mind, I want to ask. What do we got? I, I want to ask an Irishman. The first thing I want to ask is I don't understand the traffic light signals for walking mm. and not walking. They make no sense. And every time you think that it's your turn to walk because the traffic's going the other way, no, you can't. And the number of times where I had to be pulled back lest I get run over was too many. And I was, it was, my timing was off. My, yeah. know, what is, what's, what's up with all of that? Yeah, it's kind of funny because even on the, the ground beside it as well, it actually says look left and right for, you know, non-Irish people that are in the country. And I so, do, and I do. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's it's tricky. I will say when I first went to the U.S., so, like, turn right and red isn't the thing here. So I was really confused about that. So the first time I was in the U.S., I was like, wow, this is really weird. And then my first time on campus as well, I actually was like, crossing the road, close to the grotto, but I had heard that jaywalking was a thing. And then I saw a, a Notre Dame 
police car pull around the corner, I thought, well, they're going to kick me out of the country before I've even had my first day of class. So I think it's a learning experience, you know, but um, jaywalking isn't illegal here. So you can just kind of, you know, oh, run yeah. with it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So. Okay. So, but I think bikes are the most dangerous thing here as well. They just kind of whip about on the streets. They do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the other thing I was going to say was, what's up not having all the scooters? What have you guys done to get rid of them? Because I want that in America. Oh, it's actually kind of funny. There, there are some people that have basically gotten these, like, motorized scooters that are beyond, like, the normal electric scooters, and they'll fly about, like, 60, 70 mile an hour on the road. So it's gotten really dangerous. I think people just like cycling here a lot more. Um, but I will say that there was one time Maggie and I were, we were walking towards the train and there was this guy who was on a scooter, you know, kind of zipping about and they're not allowed on the pavements. They're supposed to be on the side of the road and the, the bike lane or whatever. Um, and he was like whipping in between people and then nearly knocked, you know, ran into my ankle or whatever. But as he, you know, he turned onto the road, was going the wrong way on the road, turned and went through a few cars and stuff. There was a cop car that literally just followed him and pursued him for about five seconds before running running well they didn't run him over but you know pushed him enough where he jumped in the back of the cop car so it was um wow yeah it was pretty pretty wild wow so. i should say so i mean if we have to do those tactics in america i'm all for it yeah because as a new school year starts mm -hmm. i'm really kind of worried by getting hit that's what yeah that's true you know he died because he was hit from behind mm -hmm. you know, they're dangerous and um i want to get them off the roads get them off the roads mm -hmm. uh, okay the other thing i gotta ask why is it they don't accept American Express? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, people just don't like American Express here, so it's just. I think it, it's the cost of it. I think people here are like, we don't want to pay out that much, you know, at the shops and stuff. But maybe they're like, you know, I feel like sometimes in the U.S., people are like, oh, our things are the best way, and then they realize, oh, this isn't the same everywhere else in the world. And I actually saw. There was a sprinter who just competed in the world championships or something, and he was complaining about how, you know, like, NBA players or, like, baseball players will, like, have, like, world champs on their, like, hats that they wear. And he was, like, of the what? The U.S., you know? And, like, he was just saying about how, you know, like, the U.S., it's it's kind of crazy when you go abroad. It's not everything's the same, you know? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah surprisingly, <laughs> it's not. You know, we, we need more of America around the world. Of course, yes. That's that's what people <laughs> America, keep telling me. Yeah. America. Mm -hmm. That's what people want. Um, i got to ask also, too, why is it that every Irish person can sing? I mean, is there something genetically? See, I think the important thing in that is you didn't say sing well. I think <laughs> they, they all have the confidence to sing, especially when people have a few drinks in them as well. But I, I do think music is a huge part of the culture here as well. I think it's something that people are brought up with. Um, and yeah, there, and there obviously are, you know, certain songs that really get the people going like Fields of Rye, which is, which is a huge one here. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things where music is a huge part of our culture. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, you don't have to be able to sing well. So, okay. Well, I just don't sing at all. So, so maybe you can give me lessons when you're, yeah, we can, do, we, you, can, we can arrange that. We can do it over Skype or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay. I gotta ask, did you go to the game? I did go to the game. Yeah. Thoughts? Um, I thought Sam Hartman looked very comfortable. It was nice to see. Um, I was really happy with the tempo we were playing at as well. I would say it was a very comprehensive, very professional performance. Um, I think good start to the season. I think, you know, Navy games are always tough. I think we handled the, the triple option pretty well. Um, so I think it was a, it was a very successful weekend from a Notre Dame football point of view. It was a little bit boring by the end of it. I think it was just, you know, it was kind of, 
you know, they, they got through the game and it was fine. Um, they did win a trophy, though, which a lot of people didn't stay for at the end. Oh, yeah, we saw Which yeah. is the, the Keonocton trophy. Um, so they did have some fireworks and they, they have flamethrowers there. So they actually do this at the rugby games. They have like these huge flamethrowers at the back when they score a, a try in rugby, but a touchdown this weekend. So, yeah. No, it was it was very festive, lively, entertaining, had all the power techniques that you would expect in an American game right there in Ireland. Um, the one thing that I was disappointed in is that they turned it around mm. so we couldn't see any of it. They, yeah. They were all in the Notre Dame section. Well, the whole thing was Notre Dame. But they should have turned it the other way to see everyone to see that presentation. Mm-hmm. Their backs were to us. And, uh, you know, they just couldn't couldn't get it. Couldn't see it. Yeah. And that was my only complaint for the whole thing. I mean, I loved Aviva Stadium. I loved the game. I thought we did well. My question to you as being the previous, uh, uh, you know, leprechaun for Notre mm-hmm. Dame, uh, the only Irish leprechaun at Notre Dame, uh, what were your thoughts on the leprechaun uh, at this game? I think I think he did I think he did a good job. I think when you go to away games, I think you're always gonna you know have to feel like the environment and stuff. I will say he did a very good job not to fall because some of the uh, Navy cheerleaders actually slipped. There was like a little bit of a slope behind the the goals, and so so it was like kind of watching them like dominoes, kind of one after the other fall. So it was always good. I think as a leprechaun, your goal is always to not get in the headlines in some way, shape, or form, yes. um, which is important. Stay out of those Stay headlines. Stay out of those headlines. Um, back in 20, I think it was 2016 or 17, Joe Fennessy, who was uh, one of the former leprechauns, he was actually the guy I spoke to um, about you know becoming the leprechaun. Um, he was actually at the ACC tournament in, uh, I think it was, it was somewhere in North Carolina, it might have been Greensboro, um, and the... North Carolina Ram actually pretty much, you know, rugby tackled him or, you know, just went straight at him. And, yeah, people just talked about that ever since. Wow. So, yeah. Now, you never had a flub up like that. No, thankfully not. Thankfully, I was, I was you know, I, I think I, I held my own, you know. So. Yeah, I, I, clearly you held your own. Yeah. You, you stayed out of the headlines and you focused the attention on the team and you got the crowd cheering. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you and you didn't have to hit us over the head with your shillelagh. No, I did not, which is always very important. Yeah, so I'm just going to take another scone. No, you do really that. Good. You know, you do that. Those scones are gone. Folks, we had a full plate. Now, I dare say that we only have like one row left. I mean, <laughs> like four. I mean, they all kind of went somewhere. and um, But uh, they were all good. Now, I, I do have to ask one last question here that, that's been on my mind. And that is, you know, we just started school, mm-hmm. um, and so we're all back to go. We just got done with Welcome Week. You know, if you had to say anything to parents whose sons now might be a freshman now, let's say, what, what advice would you give parents so that they might say to their sons, like, you know, you know what's something that they, so they could grow on? Um, I think the first thing is that they're going to be okay. I think that's the big thing, you know, as somebody who, like, I'm a first-generation college student, so... For me, the biggest thing was just really immersing myself in every single thing that was. And, you know, going outside of your comfort zone, I think, is really important. Um, But I think the balance with that, too, is that the Stats community is really strong and that the people there really want to support and help you grow in ways um, that you really don't expect as well. Um, I personally never did mullets against malaria, and that was just because of leprechaun duties. Um, I wasn't able to do that. But really being able to jump in in the deep end and and kind of expect the unexpected um and also been able to support your fellow classmates as well and whatever they're doing whether that's you know if they're on a varsity sports team or you know they're playing broom ball on a thursday night um go go with them and support them but i think as well for parents um you know and i'm not just saying this because he's sitting right beside me but father 
Ralph, you are really somebody that has been a hugely influential person on my life, and I know for so many other people as well. And so, um, know that your your son is is in a great place. Um, and yeah, they, they will have four of the best years of their life and that our mom's weekend is definitely the best weekend um, on campus. So, Well, I, uh, folks, I can't argue with that. And I didn't even pay him any euro. I didn't pay him any euro, folks. No euros were exchanged for that. Thank you very much, Connell. Thank you. You know, and thank you for having me over here at, at O'Connell House. I've, you know, all my travels here to, to Ireland and to Dublin, you know, I've never been here. And one time I was here for two months at the university church um, assisting I never got over here, and I never got in the front door. You know, maybe they just said, oh, that Hague's coming, and make sure that door's locked. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is absolutely a little, this is like a little slice of Eden back here. It's so quiet, and it's beautiful. I think someone said there was potatoes growing in the garden here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but now they've just got a bunch of spices and stuff like that. And we had even scones, folks. We had scones. It was amazing. So, yeah, I think maybe you could have a little bacon competition back at Stead's when you go back. I think they have to bake scones for you you know it's interesting because some people call them scones some people call them scones i was always raised that they were called scones scones oh you said you said baking i thought you said bacon oh no no different. and i was like yeah the bacon here in ireland is very good you're just mm-hmm. not going to find it yeah this is true you're just not going to find it but oh we can do a baking contest mm-hmm. and uh you can throw down the gauntlet yeah yeah all right well ladies and gentlemen that was connell fagan connell thanks for being on thank you very much Hello. <laughs> well, we're back again. We're here with Father Gary Chamberlain, the director of the Center for Faith and Reason here at Notre Dame, Dublin. And uh, we're here in the, what, what, what bar? Toners? Toners. Toners. We're a having pub. a little pint. Yeah. That's what the sign says. Yes. Toners. Toners. A pub. a pub. It's the best snug in all of Dublin. And I think someone of the Guinness family said they had the best pint of Guinness back in August of '09. So I think it's still in effect. But Gary, thank Father Gary, thank you for being here with us to take some time. You just got done with a big weekend, didn't you? It was probably the uh, biggest weekend we've had since I've been here in my three years. Your three years, we wow. were able to uh, help welcome all the Notre Dame guests who came for the football game and for all the other festivities that were held around. Yes, well, you deserve a break. I, you know, if I could, I would send you to the Canary Islands or somewhere nice and warm for a little little retreat. But what what do you what do you do at the you're at the University Church, right? Yes. I am the director of the Notre Dame Newman Center for Faith and Reason. It was set up about seven years ago by uh, Archbishop Dermot Martin's invitation. It was set up by John Jenkins to uh, be a place where the intellect and faith come together in a church built by Saint John Henry Newman, uh, and it is a. Uh, we, it's a place where we have uh, lectures and talks and other sorts of things, but we're actually situated in a small parish called University Church. I see. So you're bringing, you're bringing people together, and it's all happening right there at University Church right off of St. Stephen's Green. Exactly. How old is that church? Church was built in 1856. Wow. And it was built exactly to... If not the specifications, the desires and interest of John Henry Newman himself, but designed and built by another architect. Wow, that's really old. It's, um, it's older than St. Ed's, that's old. That's way old. That's way old. It's even o- much older than Soren, which was built, I think, in 1901. <laughs> yes, Soren is much newer. Now, you've been here in three years over in Dublin. You used to live next door to me in Zom. You were the rector of Zom, the penultimate rector of Zom. Or were you? 
no, 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 you no, weren't. No. That wasn't the case at all. I'm sorry, folks. It was not. You were the third to last rector. Third to last. But, you know, you've lived here in Dublin now for three years. Can you tell us, can you tell our listeners, what do you notice that's funny or odd about, uh, about living here in Dublin? I'm going to push your, your point away. I think the funniest thing is that whenever I try to cross the road, cars seem to be coming from the wrong direction. <laughs> that's right. They drive on the left over here, folks. Uh, funny. Yeah. Sure. Uh, they don't, um, for being the nicest, kindest, sweetest people, they have horrible customer service. <laughs> you could say that of almost any European country. I think Germany. They never make eye contact. You're mildly offensive for simply needing help. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else, you know, uh, I find just amazing here is it's always raining. There's it always is, a rain. But it isn't. It's, um, uh, typically, Irish rain is considered a, uh, a soft rain. So they call it, we're having a soft day. But it was always misty. A misty, a and misty so rain. You might find 20 days a month are normally listed as being days that had rain. But it may rain an hour, or it may rain for 10 minutes, and then 10 minutes an hour later. So. It's, um, it's like what they say about Indiana, if you don't like the weather, wait 10 minutes. That's right, that's right. Now, after three years, you surely have your favorite like pub you'd like to go to. Can you I share do, it? and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> you. Could you share that with us? I, I prefer any pub that serves Guinness, which is pretty much all of them. <laughs> yeah, that narrows it down. Yeah, that narrows it down. No, my favorite pub is Hardigan's. Hardigan's is an old UCD pub. Uh, when used to be in this neighborhood, and it is in uh, what they call culture pub, so a country pub in the city. That's what the guy wanted, and he bought it like 40 years ago, 50 years ago. And uh, it is as stripped down as you're going to imagine. The lights are high. The tile floor is laid in sometime in the 1960s when they bought leftover tiles from grade school. It looks like, and it's whiskey. Wow. Well, you know, last night I went to a bar and a friend wanted to order uh, a whiskey sour and they go, we don't do mixed drinks. Yeah. It's whiskey or beer. Whiskey and beer. That was it. Okay. So it's my favorite. Do you know what my favorite is, Gary? What? My favorite bar is the Lord Edward. He wasn't a saint, but he was a pretty nice guy. He's a good guy. We know a little about the Lord Edward. <laughs> yes, indeed. Even the workers there don't even see. It. They have all these pictures of Lord Edward, but really no one knows what he did. But it looks like he got shot somewhere in the 1700s, and he was wearing a red coat. And uh, I can't say much more about that. He he was not one of us. No, he was not. No, no, he was but not. A good man. A good man. A Beloved good heart. by his wife and daughters. <laughs> yes, and his and and his. Uh, I don't know his vassals or if he had his he's good to the servants he was good to the servants now Gary what's one other thing that people would find surprising about Dublin because you know people forget they drive on the left over here yes. I forgot about it I would say the most surprising thing about Dublin and it isn't if um, Irish people would say Dublin isn't really Irish oh um, partly it has had waves of immigration and waves of um, oppressors over a century yes. or over a millennium but it's that Dublin itself is over 30% foreign born. What are you going to call it? Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, I did not know that. Thirty percent. Yes. And when I say that to people, including other Americans, and I said, I'm one of them. Like right there, there. It is with Irish, uh, with European immigration, free, the freedom to move. Lots of, um, lots of the working people of Dublin come from Eastern Europe. Uh, now increasingly Brazil. Yeah, Brazilians. I've seen a lot yeah, of Brazilians. The Portuguese is big. Yeah. So I think that's what surprised people. You can walk through much, especially Grafton, the tourist areas. You'd be hard pressed to find an Irish accent. Yeah, and if when you did find it, you might need a translator. That's right. Then it's from the north side. Forget it. Holy cow! I sometimes Holy can't cow. can't understand some of the things that are being said, and they're speaking English. Mm. Yeah. Then if you go north of the Liffey, right on O'Connell Street, that neighborhood is over 50% foreign-born. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's a very modern, cosmopolitan, international city. Wow. And I don't think people coming are prepared for that. Mm. Then if you go out west to Galway or uh, one of the typically Irish areas, you can't see my hands. Uh, scare quotes. Scare quotes. Um, the first time I went, I was like, oh my God, they all look like my uncles. <laughs> <laughs> You don't say. You don't say. <laughs> well, you know, um, something else that uh, I find amazing was the amount of Americans that were here for the game. It was simply amazing how many Notre Dame fans were there. I mean, I ran into so many guys from St. Ed's. I ran into so many other persons I knew through the university. I, I, it was interesting. I just pulled myself off the street and just watched the people go by. And I didn't say hello to some people, but I saw all these people I knew. Yeah. And, and it was like, I can't say hello to everyone. I was like the leprechaun that you couldn't catch. Yeah, he was kind of rude that way. I'm uh, sorry. But no, I would say my undergraduate class, they now have a, a, a few dollars to, to travel. That's some coin. Graduating in 1984. There were dozens of my classmates here and their families. I would say just today I was in a pub for lunch, having lunch. And, uh, what time was that lunch? That lunch was at 1.30. 1.30, that's right. And uh, the woman had the same reaction so many others have had. There were so many Americans here this week. There were so many Americans. Notre Dame traveled. Navy traveled a little. Notre Dame traveled. Yes, Notre Dame traveled. And let me tell you, that stadium, it was a Notre Dame stadium. Yeah. So you, you couldn't... You, 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 when they ch finally scored in the final quarter that field goal, we found out where the Navy people were, and there weren't many. No, I think the few that were there had mostly gone home at yes, that point. Yeah, the ship was scuttled, and they gave up. They gave up. We they gave the ship up. We do, have, we do have a quarterback. That throws down the field. Now, let me ask you, what was your opinion of the game? Do you have any thoughts on the game? Well, I'm particularly aware of what happened in the first half. Hmm, pray tell. Because one of us may have had to leave to go to say four masses on the next day. Oh, God bless you, Garrett. God bless you. Since we're already, clearly, Navy's not built to come back. So, since we're up, I did leave. I thought the game was uh, a nice warm-up game. Uh, we were really well prepared. A lot of, there are no first-game jitters. There were almost no penalties either side. Uh, but Notre Dame had one penalty, I believe, for 10 yards. It just uh, looked like a team that was ready to play football. And I'm really excited. That's great. That's really good. You know, I was going to say that what I really enjoyed was not only the pyrotechnics that were there at the stadium, where they would score a touchdown, they would fireworks and all that stuff, but also to the speed and the efficiency. It was almost German-esque. 
of the concession stands. That was amazing. You, I didn't wait in the concession stand line for more than like five minutes. And the Supra hot dog. Uh, what was hot that? Dog, the Supra hot dog. The hot dog that was oh, yes. like, um, like a two-pounder or something. It was was massive. it kosher? Uh, I'm not sure if it was kosher. There's not really a big concern or call okay. for that here. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> no, I'll... it was pork. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was so good. Um, no, it was amazing. And you know the other thing, too, was... Is, um, pints in the stadium. Pints in the stadium, but also, too, I found out a way how to pour a cider uh, pint super quick. I was with my friend, and he took it from the kid behind the counter, and he said, here, watch this. He threw the pint glass of cider upside down and turned it. Yeah. And even the kid behind the counter. it up. Yeah. Even the kid behind the counter was like, oh, my God, I've never seen that. He says, I'm going to do that. So I like to say it was a cross-cultural exchange. So what did you give them? Uh, we gave them that, techno- <laughs> <laughs> that technology and, and some money, and we went our way. But the amazing thing is, is that I've never had to use any euros whatsoever. I've been using credit card the whole time. That's amazing. I love it. It's cashless. No, it's and Americans are only now getting their real tap cards. I don't tap. I don't. I've never swiped a card in this year. Yeah. Because you just tap, 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 and I actually just tap my watch. Boom. Wow. Oh. Oh. Well, he's got the fancy watch, folks. Well, you know, I'm au courant. Well, you're also in a foreign land, so we got to get. We got to outfit you the best way. Because let me tell you, I can't call in Western Union you money. I'm in. I'm on mission. He's on mission. He's in the missions, folks. Now, Garrett, let me tell you, let me ask you this question. When you're not in Dublin, when you're not at the University Church, you know, and you're not at your favorite pub, do you ever, do you ever take a break? Do you ever take a break? My favorite thing to do is, if I can get at least one overnight, if not two, is to get on a train headed west. And I have a few places I like, fairly close, not really west, is uh, Kilkenny. Kilkenny. But Galway, I'll go Galway. To Galway, drop yeah. Love Westport to change the trains. But Westport has some of the best pubs and Irish music, and you can just go. It's also where the home of Crow Patrick. Crow Patrick, the, uh, the oh yeah. Thing. I've never climbed it, but I almost bought the shirt that said, "I almost climbed Crow Patrick." <laughs> I almost climbed Mount St. Patrick. That's right. That's hilarious. Yeah, but no, great pubs. Uh, and when you go out west, you do feel traditional Ireland. So that's where, you know, you hear cranberries and you see sheep and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, Kylemore, Connemara Ken, uh, is oh, amazing. Yes. Uh, both, uh, both sides of my family have a lot of Irish, so I've, I've done some hunting of ancient lands. Wow, and ancestors. Uh, they left a long time ago, and they didn't leave much of a mark. <laughs> well, that changed in Massachusetts. Yes, too many babies. Now, Gary, I know you got to get back to your pint, and I do too, but i got to ask, what advice would you give to parents whose children have just arrived at Notre Dame? We just had moving last week. What advice would you give to parents of first-time Notre Dame students, first-year students? Not trying to sound harsh, but let them go. If you have a question or a concern, don't hesitate calling Father Ralph or the RA if you have his number. 
I had more parents when I was rector two or three different times who would call and say, I, get, I know he's okay, but I just want to check to make sure he's okay. I would actually send someone off and within a day so he'd be able to call back and say, he's fine. So if he's not calling, he's probably fine. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's investing himself in the university. Yeah. Well said, Father Gary. And I forgot to tell you, Father Gary was also a rector. You were a rector of Keenan for Keenan. How, many, how many years? Three years at Keenan, two and a half at Zom, three years at the University of Portland at Shipstone, yeah. and in residence at Morrissey and Pangborn twice. So. Wow. When it rains, it pours. And then you were my boss. You were arch rector. Oh, I was in charge. He was in charge. I didn't supervise you, though. He didn't supervise me. And if he did, let me tell you. It would have been tighter. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I would have gotten more great St. Ed swag. That's right. Well, you know what? All you have to do is ask. Father Gary, thank you for making some time for us. And you know what? Get back to enjoying that Guinness. Salancha. 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 And arrivederci. Okay, well, we're glad that Father Gary was able to join us at Toner's. We're now at the Lord Edward. Now, folks, when I come to Dublin, and I don't come to Dublin very often, but when I do, the one place that I like to drink at is the Lord Edward. He wasn't a saint, but you know what? He was a lord, so that's got to count for something. And I'm joined by none other than, well, Jake Buckendorf and Derek Buckendorf. Welcome. Thank you, Father. Well, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you for having us. Yeah, well, you know what? The funny thing is, it looks like we're in the red room here because the background is red. Red walls. We've got some red walls. Yep, and the Lord Edward, St. Edward. Yeah. Found plenty of connections. Now, you know, I found the Lord Edward, but I'm sure that you found your own watering hole. Could you share that with us? Where did you Where did you find a place to go? Um, Derek and I. Where everyone knows your name. Sure thing, Derek. And they're and I glad that you came. <laughs> have right. Have made many of friends and. Uh, <laughs> I bet you have. Found plenty of watering holes, but yeah, none none other like uh, Lord Edward and a great way to end our trip. But yeah, we we found a few different places. You have a favorite, Derek? I think our favorite so far, and I think you'll agree with, is. Fitz. Fitzsimmons. Oh, Fitzsimmons. Good people. Great good people. music. Better music. Yes, right there yeah. in the Temple Bar area. Yes. Now, now, what has surprised you about your trip here to Dublin? Have you been here before? Neither of us. No, this is no, the first time in Ireland. Ireland. Yep. No, okay. It's, uh, it's what surprised you? Um, uh, definitely not the f- outcome of the football game. No okay. surprise. No, no surprise. Very there. proud of that. We're um, jumping ahead, but okay. Sure, Derek. Anything that surprised you? I was surprised by the game. Trying to stay as confident as you are. You know, I was surprised by the food. I think I was pleasantly delighted by the food. Yeah. I've heard a lot of bad talk about the food. But Indeed. It, it was Indeed. great. I've had yes. many good meals, and I don't think we missed yet. Well, you know what I, I'm surprised by is, is, is you know, the, the people driving on the left side. That just blows my mind. I thought that they were like, oh, my gosh, I, they're, you're driving on the wrong side. Um, they're taking left. to the British. What are they? Oh Lord! I they mean, should all get DUIs. They should. You know. And, well, you know what? Maybe they should. Maybe they should. And also, too, I love how they say the word "th," like "thank you." Oh, absolutely. I think. You know. I'm surprised tree. how much I like the accent. I've I've been it's finding gr- myself mocking it a few times. Yeah. He, he, I see. Yeah. Turkey tree. Know, he doesn't even know what tree. he's doing at sometimes. So it just, it just happens. So maybe what you're telling me is you might bring a little Dublin back to St. Ed's? I, I didn't try the accent well enough. I, I'm still from North America, or North Africa. Oh, that's right. You do, sense. yes. Introducing myself a little bit different, differently across different waters. I see you're... New people. So you're identifying a little differently. Yes, however I feel. I got you. You know, just 
The way the wind is blowing, yeah. that's the way you're going. Exactly. Yep. Well said. Well said. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jacob brings back a little accent. Mm. Also, heard your friend mm. Ryan Connolly bring out the accent a little bit often. He's, oh. got, he's got a few more ties. Oh, 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 oh. You you got to see Ryan the Ryan Connolly the, the, Ryan Connolly. the sub rep of St. Ed's <laughs> the sub rep proud the proud sub rep of St. Edward's Hall is he still in office or has he been has he been recalled I'm not sure but if, even if he has been impeached or recalled that does not mean he will stop he that's will right keep, he'll keep fighting he's a man of the people he's a man of the people and he always will and the be. people are for him well Ryan Connolly if you're listening we're always in your corner. <laughs> Uh, now, now, what else did you do? So you've gone, obviously, to Dublin. You saw the game, all that stuff. What else did you do? Did you get outside of Dublin? We were uh, blessed to be able to spend a few extra days here, and so we got to get out of the city today and uh, go see some of the countryside, some uh, old uh, Christian and Catholic churches and uh, oh. sites. And so, so maybe we went to the went to the um, shore, the coast, and got okay, to touch so, the water. So, 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 so you went to Glendalough? We did go to Glendalough. I think that's about, a, it's about an hour away here. You went to Glendalough. They make a great gym there folks if you ever see Glendalock kid buy it um, <laughs> can't attest to that yeah and then you also went to Bray the coast right we to did, south yep. of Dublin so yeah. we could touch the channel so that was nice the Irish Sea yeah we looked we looked far enough couldn't see England but that's a good thing yeah, that's a good thing you don't yeah. want to see that thing Mm-mm. stay far enough yeah <laughs> now uh, you've been very quiet here young Derek you know uh, now I'm worried here that um, you that you're just not sharing what you want to share here. Please, you're among friends. You know, you're among the listeners of St. Edwards. I've, on the I, Red I think I've grasped more of the culture here. No, just you have. Gone. Pray tell how. Uh, the knights and the people. They, they, mm. It's been a lot of fun. I see the emphasis. The emphasis on the knights. On the knights, yes. I see. So maybe a few long nights. Yes, very long nights. In short, short days. days. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Well said. I, I, so, you, you don't say. A lot of locals, me, a lot of people, and. Wow. A lot, of, a lot of new friends, new faces, new friends. Oh, wow. So, well, you know what's funny is, like, seeing all the Steads guys. Guys, if you are listening, you know who you are. It's amazing the number of people I've seen. You just, I get out of a car, you know, with you guys, and all of a sudden, boom, hey, Father Ralph, you know. I feel like, you know. You're a celebrity. You know, my, like it. I know, my niece would say, I'm like the Jessica Fletcher of old from the Murder She Wrote. <laughs> she seems to know everyone. But uh, anyway, enough of that. But it's been a blast. I gotta ask, gotta ask. We're here at the Lord Edward. Can anyone tell us? There's Lord Edward Street. Sure. And there's the Lord Edward Bar. Who was Lord Edward? I don't think we know. I think we've heard a few different stories, and we don't know which ones are true, but we're believing most of them. And so, um, believed to be standing on top of them right now. That's right. Speak. He was buried here. Someone said underneath the bar. And he was buried across the street by another person. You know what I would say? As someone said, don't wreck a good story with the truth. <laughs> so whatever we think can should go, we'll take. Yeah, whatever we want to believe we can. I think there's two important things that I've heard over and over again is he was Irish and he didn't like the English. Okay, so. okay. <laughs> I can drink to that. Cheers to you. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Clinky. Pinky out, everyone. Okay, wow, okay. Now, okay, finally, I'm going to go where we haven't gone, and that is to talk about the game. Sure. Now, what was the experience of going to the Aviva Stadium? You know, I was worried about it, the whole thing. You know, like this, you know, European stadium, you know, they don't get it. We got it. 
You know, they don't have our sports technology sure. and architecture over there. You know, and I thought it was going to be a mess. What do you think? Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised and, uh, with the facilities, uh, let alone aside from our play and how well we did. But the facilities were great, and I think we had a we had good seats. And I don't think there's a bad seat in that stadium. It was much smaller. You could tell it, it didn't fit nearly the amount of people that most of the American football uh, fields fit. But man, it, it was it was it was all green. So that's all that matters. Now, what what was missing, Derek? There was something missing from that. Come on. The cup holders. Oh, well, I was, I was going to say the armrests. Yeah, that, yeah, that too. did come in handy. That too, armrests and cup holders. They're I didn't know where to put holders. my Guinness. Me neither. I was just holding it the whole oh, time. Oh, good, my Guinness. Must have had a hole in it. Yeah. yeah. I, the, the hole got bigger and it got quicker. <laughs> you know, it emptied faster. But I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was going to be a dump. I, I agree. It was actually really, really yeah, nice. Really nice. Now, what, what about... The, the performance of the team phenomenal right. yeah. I think we've got a Heisman candidate or two okay and uh, you can name him we could have yeah, yeah Sam Hartman's gonna go all the way Estimates looking if phenomenal. he's listening in okay yeah. so shout Sam out, a shout but, out to you uh, he's he'll never be a Jack Cohn but no he won't could play better he could play better same, yeah. same person but yeah, yeah. we'll uh we'll we have a great bright year young team new coaching staff yeah. a lot yeah. a lot of new but I think we've got a it's it's important to see how. Uh, well, we did in the first game because we have struggled against teams like Navy before, but we did not in Ireland. Did not at all. Thoughts? Excited, excited to see, uh, especially for freshman year, um, to get a good team like this that looked, that played that well on their first game for being a student, actually. <laughs> a lot of great game. freshmen like you. Hopefully you got make some of them buddies and you see them out yeah. for four years yeah. and they'll bring you a national championship mm-hmm. here yeah. soon. I was I was pleasantly surprised. You know, double the Irish, double the fun. Sure. And that's what we had. Doubling sure. it. You know, I, doubling it. Yeah, I like it. that word. Yeah. Now, I want to say, um, you know, how about this? Derek, you were a freshman who went to the first home game. This game was a home it game a for home Notre Dame. Did I find you went to the first home game as a freshman? I did. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Uh, I was really excited about it. A little bit nervous with class schedule, as as you should. as everyone knows here. Been talking sure. about it a little bit too much. You'll be all right. You'll be fine. Um, but I mean, I was really excited to go out here and made the decision right away to act, to commit to coming out to this game just to not miss out on it. Good for you, kid. Good for you. Yeah. You won't. You won't. You won't regret it. The world is my classroom. Exactly. I can learn in Dublin. Exactly. Yes. Word. 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 <laughs> yeah. You know, um, dog. dog, dog. You know, I, I was going to say that um, I was pleasantly surprised. I was happy by everything. You know, it was everything I had hoped for and more. Absolutely. And more. And I, you know, God bless Navy. I like Navy. I'm not against Navy. It's a good relationship. It's a good, yeah, it's and a good thing. We'll still be the older brother, but they've yeah, exactly. helped us out a few times. And so, just yeah. like the older brother is here, we, we appreciate him for where they are. Out a few times. Indeed. But you know what the fun thing was? Is that everyone was happy to see us. They were. Everyone was happy to see the Irish. The Irish were very, very friendly welcoming. people. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'll tell you one thing that could have gone better. One thing that could have gone better would have been if, if, if we didn't have the people at the end of our row where they were. <laughs> that was the one we, we had to find the most miserable Notre Dame fans. Sitting at the end of our aisle, they're disappointing us for re- refilling our Guinnesses. Well, there was a hole. Yeah. If they knew there was a hole in the glass, they would be a little more understanding. But folks, show some compassion, please. I, 
I mean, the big big deal. We step over to get another get another glass. Indeed. I mean, and then another. You know what? You got, you know what? You got to pay the toll. You got to pay the toll if you sit at the end of the aisle. And that's what you had to pay. And folks, if you don't want to get up or you don't want to see people going by you, don't sit at the end of the aisle. And if you don't want to cheer for the Irish, don't come to Ireland. And we're high five there. Wow, that wow. Downtown for three. And you connected, Jake. That's exactly it. If you can't cheer for the Irish, don't come to Dublin. So whoever you are, please do not come back. Because you know what? We didn't want you, and neither did the Irish. And I mean both Irish. <laughs> On and off the field. But anyway, that was the one thing I couldn't stand about Ireland. Uh, that's the only complaint. And if that's all we have to complain about, then I call it a good trip. I know. We're winners. We're winners. Yep. And you know that's good, because you know what? Steads is a hall of winners. We're all winners. <laughs> So anyway, now as you're on the on the verge of going back, uh, what are you going to miss about Ireland? Going to miss all the green, but you know I'm looking forward to the next uh, football game, and okay. there'll be plenty more green filling it back. But you know, uh, just the time with our family. We're saying bye again after we did a week ago at Welcome Week, but uh, okay. it was family a, in the green. What about it was, you? A, it was a back and forth battle. I mean, Dublin and us. Um, some nights conquered us, and then the other nights we conquered Dublin. So, ah. I mean. Looking back on it, I think that it was a successful trip, and now we have to say goodbye until until next time. I see. So you leave with respect for each other. Yes. 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 Opponents recognize each other. All right. Now, uh, I do have to ask one last question of Derek. Derek, you just went through move-in weekend at St. Ed's. Yes. Do you have any advice for mom and dad, or any parent who has left their son or daughter at the university? Well, moving, moving to, forward for their children. What I've recognized is there's there's no real goodbye. It's it's till next time, till next football game when they come out. Uh, uh. So or when they may stay instead. I mean, extra bed always welcome in two twenty four. Well, that is actually that's ex that's great advice, yes. folks. It's never goodbye. It's just we'll see you next time. See you next time, and we'll probably see you at a football game. Most likely. Would you agree with that, Jake? Absolutely. It's a big happy family. So. You concur. Absolutely. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard the brothers Buckendorf, Jake and Derek Buckendorf. Thank you so much for coming in here and spending some time here in the Lord Edward. Red Room. On the road. <laughs> sure thing. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. My pleasure. Well, you know, just when you thought things were done, they're not. And the funny thing is here that, that the Buckendorfs got me a bag. What is it? Ask Mother Buckendorf. Well, this is a, this is a gift bag. And um, I'll take a look to see what it says. I'm reaching in, okay? Okay. I'm reaching okay. in. Oh, it's a shirt. Oh, my gosh. It says Nebraska. <laughs> the Great Plains. Thank you so very much. That is so true. It is the Great Plains. I love it. I love it. You know what? And you know what? It's an Irish orange, and I'm going to wear it. Now, <laughs> the, mount now the mountain might be a little out of place, but it doesn't matter. It's all positive reinforcement for tourism. Come to Nebraska. Come to Nebraska. Oh, yeah. And there's a little card here. And, um, you know, uh, it's funny. You know, I, I, I always look for shirts. I never did I think I would see a shirt that said Nebraska. No. Yes. I now, um, I got a card here. And, ladies and gentlemen, this is crack. It says crack. And I, you heard me right, crack. It's a noun. A very useful word.
to describe how much fun you had. Example, the crack was 90. I had great crack. It's also used to informally ask for general information. Example, what's the crack? Any crack. And of course, everyone, it's Gaelic for fun. Ireland 2023. For sure, it's been an adventure of great crack. Go Irish, the Buckendor family. Thank you, Buckendors. Thank you so very much for the shirt. Thank you for the great crack. Because let me tell you, I've never had crack like this before in my life. And let me tell you, if I keep having this crack, I'm going to have to have some help. Because it's just, it's just too much crack. And, you know, you can, you can have too much crack. But anyway, it was cracking good fun. So thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, folks, that's it. It's time to head back. It's time to head back across the pond. We had too much crack, as they say in Gaelic, too much fun. Uh, it's time to go back to work. But I want to say thank you to all of my guests. I want to say thank you to my hosts. I want to say thank you to all the Irish people who have made our stay here in Ireland most enjoyable. This has been a great time to have a show. But you know what? If you like these stories, know that we're going to have more stories, great stories coming to you next week. Always look for us on Spotify or iTunes in the Red Room. I'm Father Ralph, and this has been In the Red Room, on the road, in Dublin. Cheers!